We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So we're celebrating today. <laughs> uh, we announced um, yesterday. I don't know. We can't remember the difference between days right now. Uh-huh. Uh, I think it was, it was yesterday. It was yesterday for sure. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we announced um, that we joined the podcast network. Woo! We are now part of the Chatter Network family. Yay. We're so, so excited. We have a bottle of champagne and we are popping it. Yes, we are, baby. Let's do Oh, I'm nervous. Oh my god. You're gonna put a hole in your ceiling. <laughs> oh god. It hurts my hand. You wanna do it? Oh. It's like not moving. Oh god. You don't have to do it oh yet. Oh god, it's. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> don't shake it. Ready? Oh, yeah. Welcome to the Holy Hour. I'm Amelia Sampson. And I'm Liz Ball. You already know what time it is. Amelia's shooting off a laser gun. What air horns have I been listening to? Sad. I haven't had fun in a long time. The tiny ones. No one can remember what an air horn sounds like. Because we haven't been to the club. We can't hear that. Oh my god. Oh, memories. Just had like flashbacks, war flashbacks from the club. Oh God, Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> we got Gordon Ramsay in the club. Oh, Chris my God. Brown's in the club. Uh-uh. No, Chris Brown's not in this club. <laughs> it's not allowed. No. no, only Gordon. Only Gordon Ramsay. He's the only person allowed only in the GR. club. Nobody else. Just Gordon Ramsay partying by himself. <laughs> it's just Gordon Ramsay. At the DJ booth, and then a bunch of cardboard cutouts of also Gordon Ramsay, <laughs> and then us. Just like, yeah! Cardboard cutouts that's of Gordon That's my dream party. Honestly, that's, that's what my heaven looks like. <laughs> it's just a, a bunch of cardboard cutouts of Gordon Ramsay. Mm-hmm. And Gordon Ramsay DJing. Yeah, exactly. I can't ask for anything more than that. And then you're there? Yeah! <laughs> a dream come true. We're, we're, we'll be podcasting the holy hour from Gordon Ramsay heaven. Uh-huh. 
Uh-huh. It'll be one of our Patreon offerings. Yeah. <laughs> you can get a live stream into our Gordon Ramsay heaven. We need to launch Patreon. We talked about it on episode like four. I, <laughs> I like fully We've been don't a busy. <laughs> Boo. Amelia's Ooh. way busier than I. Oh please. You have been so busy. Are you kidding? You've I, also been prioritizing your mental health, which is something I've not actually been doing. yeah, that's a good point. I've been drawing a lot of lines. I can't really differentiate between, like, what helps with my mental health and what is, like, I don't know if me being productive and, like, feeling like I'm doing a lot is good for my mental health or not. <laughs> I have no idea. I feel like you're doing less than you used to be doing. Does that make sense? Yeah, because acting's gone. Busy. Yeah, and I'm not, like, splitting up my time between multiple friend groups because of yeah. the vid. The vid? I just keep making The Covey? Sh- the Covey? Covey-wovey? <laughs> So, yeah, that's true. I mean, like, I do feel a little less scattered than before, but I I do think I need to be spending a little bit more time just, like, staring at the ceiling, you know? Do some shrooms. Microdose some shrooms. They might not work with Prozac, but... (laughs) Oh, my God. That's true. You know what I was thinking? I wonder what Molly would be like on Prozac, because, like... Well, you can overdose on, like, from serotonin. That's what I was thinking. Like, yeah, that's too much serotonin. Mm -hmm. My brain would be like, bitch, we're trying to even this shit out. Fucking relax. I have heard that, like, I don't think that shrooms would cause serotonin syndrome. You just wouldn't feel it. Mm. Like, you wouldn't have the rush of... Yeah. Okay. Uh, dopamine. Interesting. I honestly Anywho. like don't know the difference between dopamine and serotonin. I don't either. I've, I never have claimed to know the difference, so. Yeah, I either use way, them interchangeably. I know I like them both. Yeah, <laughs> give me all of that. I'm interested in my receptors. I want natural up all heroin. <laughs> yes, thank you. I, it's fucking rude that our brains were just letting free serotonin bounce around it's like no thanks none of that for me like yeah i think i'm good on the serotonin thanks like no bitch we need it i need i'll take the serotonin let me let me sip this champ this is really good this is gonna give me a headache it's so sweet but i'm so into it i did get hung over on well in my defense i was also mixing it with gin (laughs) i was making french 75s when uh for my boyfriend's birthday oh yeah when we went away for a weekend and i was like i want french 75s mm-hmm. and we the sugar cube too ate do a it. bunch of donuts <gasps> yeah that's a dangerous yeah. mix uh, the next day i was like i'm a little hungover and this is so gross but he had had um like most of my hangovers are like stomach related mm. and then and then i'll also have a headache but uh this is so this is really gross but he had like when I said like I'm a little hungover he's like I have like a a little Advil gel capsule floating around <laughs> in the side of his door oh my god it was gross that's disgusting everybody has different things in their door jams and then I I took like a napkin and I put some hand sanitizer on it and wiped it off (laughs) and took it got a little drunk off the hand sanitizer Advil (laughs) yeah um Gatsby excuse me (laughs) turning up on hand sanitizer Gatsby is uh very needy today he is but I love it he's never been so happy to see me and it's making me feel wanted ran up to Amelia today it was like when Ruffin greets me at the door when I get home it's because everyone hears and sees grandpa because he's so talkative and loud and large yeah and large he's huge 
Uh, Gatsby has to step up his game to... Gatsby is already big. Yes, he is. People don't notice he is... Or maybe I just didn't notice that he's like a big cat because Grandpa is... Compared to Grandpa. Huge. Right. Unusually large. Well, and then I didn't really notice until I took Gatsby to the vet and he walks out of the the kennel and then the vet was like, that's a big cat. And I was like, I should see my other cat. (laughs) You think this cat's big? (laughs) You Wait till you see my other cat. <laughs> Bud Light. <laughs> you ever oh see a God. big truck? <laughs> my cats are bigger than trucks. Coors what is Light. this an ad for? Oh, it's a Coors Light ad. <laughs> Home Depot. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Say you tell your rat a truck. <laughs> Did you say save a horse, ride a truck? Yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> oh my save God. a cowboy, ride a truck. <laughs> <laughs> Tee <laughs> And a country music phase for a little while. I was going to say, you're a little too good at that. Oh my God. My, uh, one of my best friends recently married a... Uh, a bit of a cowboy and in college um, one time he was like (laughs) taking care of me while I was puking and I remember he pulls a Coors Light out of his boot and he's just he cracks it while he's like coaching me through vomiting (laughs) out of his boot? yeah and then the next day I told my roommates I was like I think he pulled a, a Coors Light out of his boot and then we came up with his unofficial tagline, which is, there's a Coors in my boot. <laughs> what the fuck? That's so cartoonish. It was perfect. That's I was amazing. like, is there one under your hat, too? Because <laughs> he would wear a cowboy hat to the bar. He has a gun holster with beer in it. <laughs> he totally should. <laughs> Oh my god. I'm sure he does somewhere. Um, <laughs> if you're listening, I love you both. <laughs> uh, if And if this doesn't make sense to some of you guys, I went to college in Arizona and there are some uh, cowboys there. <laughs> just a few. One or two. Yeah, just, just a couple. <laughs> just a couple of cowboys. <laughs> I'm really enjoying that. Maybe I should do the rest of the podcast in my... In your cowboy voice? Cowboy voice. <laughs> my truck riding voice. <laughs> I also dated a little bit of a cowboy for a while. Um, and I was like... Uh, so he was a friend of a friend. And like one of my best friends. And I was like, Jen... <laughs> Why does he have an accent? Like, he was born and raised in Las Vegas, in the Las Vegas suburbs. And she was like, me and Dustin call him City Hicks. <laughs> Wait, yeah, but how does that happen? Just, like, the music they listen to and, like, the movies that they watch? He, I Like, how else? Like, I that guess. It's like people that study in London for three months and come back and think they have a British accent. It yeah, work like Madonna. That. <laughs> yes. Have you ever experienced anything difficult and not felt like you had an outlet? I'm Haley Crow, the host of Facilitating Voices, an outlet podcast, where we discuss complex topics surrounding mental health, social justice issues, and interview people with real and raw experiences and exposures to trauma. Tune in to learn, grow, and realize you're not alone. 
New episodes released weekly on the Chatter Network. So I have been thinking and I texted Amelia, what are some things guys do that just like radiate big dick energy? Mm Mm-hmm. I think about this frequently. When you texted me this, I was like, I don't even have to do my homework. <laughs> I'm fucking ready. <laughs> like, I have been making a list of my <laughs> The one that stood out initially was, um, since I've been uh, speaking out on misogynists on TikTok, men that are speaking out against misogynists on their own TikToks have been coming up on my For You page. Oh, the biggest tick energy. It's just like how... It's like a third leg at that yep, point. That dick is the Eiffel Tower. There is a guy in New Zealand who his entire TikTok is dedicated to just being like, y'all are pieces of shit. And like, and not in like a, you can tell when it's kind of like virtue signaling, like, look, I'm like, I'm an ally for women, you know? Yeah. It's like, but this guy is like, y'all are fucking corny and you have to get it together. And I'm like, <laughs> sir, you looking for a, <laughs> he's married, but yeah. Uh, look, good for her. He's also Polly. So, hey! <laughs> but anyway, that huge dick energy. I just, I love that shit. So that's my number one. What's what's your number one? If you, I if didn't you could stack think of them. a number one. Um, I was just thinking in general of things that I'm like, that's big dick energy. Okay. Um, I don't know if I could come up with a number one right on the spot. I would have to like noodle it. Uh-huh. We'll stack around. Them. We'll do like a little like bracket. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, I think that when guys paint their nails oh, is big, huge dick, dick energy. energy. Yes. And if you're wondering why, it's just like, I think the Madonna song says it best of just like, it's okay to be a boy, but it's not okay to be a girl or do feminine things. Mm-hmm. So when a guy is doing something that is, has been deemed as like a feminine thing mm-hmm. because they just enjoy it. Yeah. Um, it's saying like it's okay to be a woman and they appreciate those things about like things that have been generally decided as feminine and yep. they, the I don't know yeah. it just doesn't like threaten their masculinity and if you like to fucking paint your nails you can just do that mm-hmm. and have your nails painted mm-hmm. I'm just like fuck that's the biggest dick energy big dick energy it's so hot that is so hot that's a good one I remember I showed a picture of um a guy I had been seeing who is now my boyfriend (laughs) um I planned it uh to like it was after like maybe our first or second date or something when I was hanging out with you and um our other friend Allie and then uh Mindy yeah, when we went to the park. Yeah, and I showed them a picture of the guy I was seeing, who's now my boyfriend. And um, Allie was like, "Are his nails painted?" And I was like, "Yeah." And she was like, "That's so fucking hot." And I was <laughs> yeah. like, "It is." Yeah. Thank you. It's like very, at least in like liberal cities, pretty universal that that's hot. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. didn't realize that until people were like, "Yeah, fuck yeah." It's like I feel like that whole thing started when like men started wearing like pink polo shirts with like the whole like real men wear pink thing mm-hmm. i feel like it's in that same kind of vein it's like yeah fucking own it like yeah wear what you want to wear be mad yeah be mad haters i'll still get i'll still get you know whatever genitalia you prefer <laughs> but <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> i'll still get the ladies uh-huh it's so true it really like is. in middle school when boys would wear pink yeah and they'd be like yeah i'm fucking wearing pink uh-huh yeah 
Be like, and then they touch the door frame. God, I'm gonna dry hump you so hard, Kobe. I'm <laughs> sorry, I'm just reminiscing. They would jump into every yes. If you wear a pink shirt, you would always you would not be able to pass through a door without touching the door frame. That was an unspoken rule. <laughs> um, the kid that I had the biggest crush on in middle school. Uh, I remember him and his friends would... I had a bunch of classes with him and his friends. It was... Seventh grade was, like, the best year of my puberty. Anyways, he would... They all would get up, and, like, the tissue boxes were always at, like, the teacher's desk. So they would get up and get a tissue and just... And, like, not blow anything out. And they would do it for, like, a super long time. (laughs) They'd be at the teacher's desk for, like, two minutes, like blowing their nose what the fuck and then they would take turns doing it and then finally the teacher would be like sit down like (laughs) (laughs) if you think about it like teenagers are fucking hilarious like see i can't relate (laughs) these were speak on it (laughs) yeah these were like uh the skater boys (laughs) oh god if you're listening yeah i I used to hang out at the skate park ricky (laughs) oh you were one of those yeah i was one of those and none of them wanted to talk to me and i look at pictures of myself in seventh grade i'm like i get it (laughs) you're just like hey guys and your hair is completely flat yep i had green braces because nobody told me otherwise green braces why would we why neon green neon pink neon orange how long did you have braces for Two and a half years. That's how long I was supposed to have them for. I had them for four and a half years. Jeez. Yeah, dude. I had two two rows of teeth. That's how, di- that's how like, orthodontists get, though. They get so particular about their work. And my mom's like, I'm not fucking taking her to the orthodontist anymore. You said two and a half years. Mm-hmm. Wrap this shit up. Yeah. And then he doubled up a bunch of my bands, and I was just like, <laughs> I hate this. I'm dying. I couldn't do it. I mean, I had this very British teeth, you know? <laughs> like, my teeth were jacked up i had like the like canines like all the way like up here that were like protruding out and then none of my none of my adult teeth were growing where they needed to so they just grew behind my baby teeth so i had to get all of these extractions i had too many teeth so they had to pull four molars um and then i had a roller retainer and then braces for four and a half years and then i still didn't wear my retainer so now my top row is jacked up my bottom teeth are shifting i'm so fucking mad i have the bottom um permanent retainer i'm like why do you fucking put it on the top i don't care about my bottom teeth damn mine like they look fine yeah they do look fine yeah you can't even tell um big dick energy we really went off on a discourse we tend to so other big dick energy things toss it back to you oh god okay um see i have like a whole list they kind of all fall under the same like general vibe um men that are outspoken on the female orgasm, like how important it is to make women orgasm and not in an, again, not in a virtue signaling way, just like this is an issue. We got to do better. Big, big dick energy. Mm -hmm. And there's something so sexy about like the research that goes into it. Like when men come with like their fucking receipts, (laughs) they're like, I did my research and this is what needs to happen. Oof. It must just, your hips must be tired from how big your dick is. (laughs) Just dragging it around. Huge. Yeah. A that Godzilla dick. Yeah. <laughs> that Zilla dick? That Zilla dick. <laughs> Episode name. ZD. ZD. Zilla dick. <laughs> um, that GDZD. GDZD. Hashtag GDZD. Get it trending, guys. <laughs> All 11 listeners. No, I'm kidding. There's more than that. 
we have so many followers on Spotify. I'm too excited. Thank you guys so much. We're so fucking hyped that you guys like listening to us. We're texting about it basically all day. It's amazing you guys like listening to us because I hate my inner monologue. Okay, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> it's just all of my personalities sitting around agreeing with each other. Um, other things that are big dick energy. Oh, Amelia's still laughing at my joke. I've never felt funnier. You're laughing almost oh as much as my God, my cowboy I- voice. Fellas. Oh my god! Oh my god! If do you, you want to radiate up. big dick energy? Paint your nails. <laughs> Only real men paint their nails. <laughs> it's an OPI big dick energy. <laughs> OPI okay, SE. Nail polish color called big dick energy. We should probably BDE. Yeah, let's okay, start with hit us up. line. Yeah, should we? Yeah, with nail polishes named after. Uh, big dick energy we'll, behavior. we'll call it nail me Ooh, i like that mm. uh okay all right it's coming to you soon uh, after we launch our patreon <laughs> first we need to figure out how to make nail polish <laughs> and in the process we might as well figure out how to make meth because i'm sure they're not far apart they're in the, same, in the same facility yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyways back to big dick energy what's happening we're both unraveling today yeah we're just too excited. It's a, it's a good day. Um, and this champagne's hitting hard. It really is. I'm like we've we're yeah, we're both not done with our first glass, and I feel buzzed. I feel I feel pretty buzzed too. Yeah, it's the sugar. I bet. Yeah. Blame it on the alcohol. Blame it on the. I'm a millennial. That's the yeah. That's the director's cut version of that song. I'm ashamed. Maybe I'll take this out. That was not a good joke. I recognize that. This is why if you ever do stand-up, you just have to have me front row. Because I think you're fucking hilarious. (laughs) You'll just be in the room like, yeah. Just cackling. Everyone's like. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My favorite thing is when I I, like accidentally make my therapist laugh. Oh, that's the best. Girl, you think that's funny? (laughs) I'm not even trying. (laughs) I wonder if she's secretly listening to the podcast. She would never. But. I always wonder that. I'm like, I don't know. My therapist does a really good job at like keeping a line. Like she was saying what she does when she runs into people in public, you know, like how she handles that situation when she runs into her patients in public. So I'm like, I should probably not, but I don't know. I, I talk even, about her a lot. So I didn't even know my therapist was married until she's married. Yeah. She might have a baby. I don't know. What? I do have a theory. She's Grimes. <laughs> Unclear. <laughs> Um, but her husband is not Elon Musk, that's for sure. Well, neither is Grimes right now. Mm. So, uh, have you ever seen my therapist and Grimes in the same room? No. No, you haven't. Um, yeah, she was like, when COVID happened, she was like, my husband, someone he works with, was exposed to COVID, so I am working remotely. And then she's like, I'll just stay remote for however long. Have you met your therapist in person? Oh, yeah. You have? Yeah, I've been seeing her for like two and a half years. Oh, I didn't know yeah. that. I thought you found her during the vid. No. I was like, almost going to be like, so weird when you go back in person. <laughs> almost uh, like a few months after I moved here. I oh, shit. I didn't realize it was that long of a relationship. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love long, it's long, like a long LTRs. It's the longest relationship I've ever had <laughs> with my therapist. Rhymes. 
Grimes. Um, speaking of podcasts, uh, sorry, I think you were in the middle of a thought, but I just, this just well, popped in my we head. We keep getting straight away from the big dick energy. We do. Combo. But I have a, th- I have a thought. It's probably not going to be a whole discourse, but I'm going to forget if I don't tell you. Okay. I was watching the Britney Spears documentary last <gasps> night. Yes. And what I didn't realize is a huge, like, I don't know, like, proponent of the Free Britney movement is a podcast. Yeah, they started digging into Britney Spears' Instagram, and the whole podcast is about Britney Spears' Instagram, and oh they started the hashtag Free Britney movement. <gasps> this podcast. I cannot wait. And these two people got interviewed on the, the New York Times documentary that just have this podcast of them just, like, sitting in a living room talking about Britney Spears' documentary. I'm like, why not us? <laughs> I mean, we're not talking about Britney Spears, but... No, we don't have any uh, theories like that, too. Yeah, we're also not really digging into anything, but I don't... I just thought it was Unless pretty it's cool. someone's uh, ex-boyfriend's Instagram, we can <gasps> dig into that. Ooh, if you want us to find someone, if you met a guy at a bar three years ago and all you yeah, have is his we'll first name him. and his hair color, sign into our email... DMs. <laughs> we will find whoever you're looking for. We will. We have and we will. This reminds me of another story. Um, I, so one of my friends who lives in California, he was like at a party with his roommates and uh, one of his roommates met this girl and like they both, we were FaceTiming and they were t- both telling me this story about how I met this girl and like uh, he was really into her and then he like went in to kiss her and then she was like, I can't, I have a boyfriend. And then, right. And then he was like, can I get your number? And then she was like, uh, if it's meant to be, you'll find me or something like her. Yeah. Like her Instagram handle or her number or something. And, um, I was like, okay, uh, what's her first name? <laughs> And then, um, who is she friends with? Whose party were you at? So I like went through my friend's Instagram to find the party host. And then I was like, okay, couldn't find her. And I was like, what was her friend's name? And then I found her friend and then I, her Instagram was private. So I had to go to Facebook and then I went to Facebook and then I found the girl and then I was like, okay, this is her last name. And then I found her Instagram handle and I was like, this her. And then it was, like, probably maybe 10 minutes had gone by, maybe less. And then they were like, how the fuck did you do that? And I was like, FBI level status, baby. Don't fuck with me. Yeah, no. We'll find you. I was born and raised in the forages of social media. Uh Uh-huh. I will uncover your deepest, darkest secrets. I was thinking on the way here. publicly broadcast them. About how good women are at finding things out about people online and i think it's such an interesting because i'll tell my guy friends about it and they're like this is nothing personal but like men are idiots (laughs) like (laughs) when it comes to social media you think you're so fucking slick and you're not you're not good at hiding shit no we'll find you that's mm -mm. you'll say a girl's name one time and we're gonna be like oh i'm gonna remember that yeah and then go and look it up uh-huh. and then and we don't decide. like to be that way but no. we just have to be that way it is a we have to because someone else in our past has done some dumb shit uh-huh. and we were the last to find out so. oh that's the thing i hate being there the are last plenty of innocent men that plenty I, of innocent men i have but. a whole fucking um complex about being the last person to know something that's my business because there's been so many instances where people have known all about my business before I ever knew about it and now I won't let it happen so I will sleuth the fuck the fuck out of whoever I'm dealing with just so I'm not the last person to know there have been like it's toxic 
two or three occasions where I've been, like, seeing a guy, consistently talking to him. Like, I'm not, like, talking to anyone else, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, And then they'll, like, I'll find out that they're, like, fucking someone in a really awful way. Like, (laughs) one time a guy I was... I had been seeing, he, like, tried to, like, make a move on me, but we were both, like, kind of drunk, and I was, like, I really like you, and, like, I want to hook up with you, but not like this, like, when I'm drunk. Like, Mm -hmm. I would rather be sober for this. And then he was, like, I totally get that. And then uh, he lived across from one of my best friends in college, so she, I met him through her, and then we, like, there was like a event going on and then we went back to her place to like get some water and then she's like let's see who's home and like went into like the guy's apartment and then there were a bunch of people on the couch and she's like none of you live here who the f- like where are the people who fucking live here and then they're like oh well he's up like this one of the guys is upstairs and then we started walking up there and they're like no don't go up there he's like hooking up with some girl and I was just like <laughs> and my friend looked at me and she's like we're going. And she, like, grabs me and brought me into her place, and I almost heard, like, I was starting to cry, and she's like, it's okay. Like, yeah. She's like, he sucks. You barely know him. Mm-hmm. I was like, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. I wish I didn't have to find out like that. Yeah, that's an awful, awful feeling. I know, dude. So that happened a couple of times in college. Uh-huh. And I was just like, do you think I'm not going to find out? Yeah. Dude, I know. Uh, my roommates First in of college. All, too hot for you. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, you're, no, you're playing. It's always an ugly guy who's like acting like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Small dick energy. Smallest dick energy. My roommates in college all knew about my boyfriend cheating on me before I did. And they didn't tell me for months because they didn't want me to be upset. <laughs> they were like, well, it could have just been a rumor. I'm like, tell me the fucking rumor so I could figure it out myself. Hello? It was awful, 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 awful. But that's the thing is, like, it just feels like people are, like, tiptoeing around you. And then I just got, like, my ears were just perma perma perked <laughs> after that to whenever I felt like an energy was shifting in a room. I'm like, what do they know that I don't know? Uh, I know exactly that kind of feeling. That feeling. Like, what are just people like, trying to keep What is happening? Me? There's been some instances recently, like, in friend groups where, like, there have been people tiptoeing around my feelings about things. And they think that I'm not realizing it. And that's the shittiest feeling when it's like, I know people are hiding things from you me. You cannot mess with Amelia's gut instinct. Uh-huh. It is impeccable. It's flawless. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's one of my favorite, favorite qualities. She does not miss. And she, it, like... All I do is win. It's just one of those things where like, if your gut is telling you like something is amiss, yeah. you're going to be like, what's going on? Uh-huh. Yeah. I always... I am the best at this with like, my friends or like my boyfriend or my parents I can tell if they're in like a mood mm-hmm. and then I'm just like how are you feeling and yeah they tell me love that and people just straight love, up be like how are you feeling people aren't yeah. usually in tune with people's emotions like that you're really good at being like I feel like you're good at voicing when you a tailored that you can learn to do this yes, because I totally. was oblivious I think before people are just so in their own worlds whenever anybody asks me how I'm doing or just checks in on me I'm like <laughs> Thank you so much. It just Wait. means a lot because people people don't aren't normally in tune to that kind of thing, and I I am like I'm very yeah. like empathetic, like mm-hmm. and I'm um what's the word um, empath part of empathetic. I'm an empath. <laughs> like I can feel when an energy is shifting in a room, and I'll take it on. And 
meeting somebody that's the same way is like, oh my God, like somebody else cares about people's emotions. Yeah. And then it's not that, I think once you also understand, it's like, it's not like anyone is intentionally ignoring your emotions. You know, they're just in their own bubble. Yeah, I know. Some people should know better. Yeah. Like, okay, you're like 30, let's figure it out. Totally. But uh, some people are, most people do not have the intention to hurt you. It's just whether or not um, they're purposefully trying to, like, acknowledge what's going on around them. Yeah. I think the, the, um, the intention to try to show you that they care is goes such a long way. It's like, even if they're not intentionally, it's almost like I don't feel like they don't care when they don't ask. It's that I, it means so much to me when they do. Yeah. So it's like when they yeah, don't, true. it's like, show what you can't just like show me that you care. Just like, at, like ask, you know? And that's what pisses me off so much about this. This spans a lot because, but yeah, no, it's like the same thing with being asked questions on a date. Like, it's it's that kind of, it's just like okay like, I know okay, that they're not intentionally date, being clueless talk about yourself the right whole time? exactly and that's not intentionally clueless but it's still uh, like offensive you know yeah so I don't know it just means so much to me when people are like you seem sad I'm like I am sad um so I wanted to talk about body hair because mm-hmm. so Amelia and I have had this we've had like rumblings of this conversation so many times and I've ended up having to cut it for time Mm -hmm. but this time we're having a dedicated conversation about body hair I love it um I what do you think about body hair um in what sense like for for men or for women or for everybody uh let's start with everyone uh, or no um specifically how do you feel about your own body hair okay I like that I like that I am okay so I guess I kind of have to answer my how I feel about women's body hair to get to how I feel about my own mm-hmm. um I am so into women that don't give a fuck and they're just like they just have all of this you know they let their leg hair grow out they let their armpit hair grow out and like the whole like men thinking that it's gross thing like it doesn't fuck it just doesn't fucking matter because it's our bodies and I think that's super small dick energy and I think that that's a huge reason not not the only reason but I think a huge reason is kind of reclaiming your body like I want to have my armpit hair grow out I want to have my leg hair long like that's because I want to do it and not because I'm worried about how a man is going to feel about it like that is a fucking that is that's big dick energy from us. Beady. Beady. Um, but for me personally, with that said, I, if I can feel the smallest bit of stubble on my legs and I'm Italian, so my hair grows, like I like blink and my leg hair is back. It drives me insane having leg hair. It's like, it's like nails on a chalkboard for me. And then I have really dark hair. So if I don't shave my armpits every night, it, I look like I have like a full forest on my armpits and that feeling of like the chafing is really uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to, I can't believe I'm saying this out loud. I have to shave my mustache because if I had to bleach it or wax it, I would be doing it constantly. And shaving is just the so easiest. much easier. Yeah. People are like, oh, it just grows back so coarse when you do it. I don't care. I have to, I have no choice. Like I'm not going to bleach. I'm going to, I'm going to kill so many brain cells if I have to keep waxing and bleaching my mustache. Because I, I have to do well, it all the time. That would probably also make your skin, like, 
wrinkly mm-hmm. faster. Probably. Probably. So for for my own body here, I am it's more of a comfort thing, but in general, I think it's fucking badass when women don't shave their legs or their armpits. Fucking yeah. do it. There's this whole thing going on on TikTok right now. There's there's a body hair positivity um woman who is like around our age. And she does like a lot of like stretch with me, like yoga things. And she has armpit hair, but it's very obviously like she's trying to like, it's about body hair positivity. And I went into the comments because like, this is probably such a positive space. Mm-mm. People are like, girl, your armpit's hairy. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. And it's like, this is the whole fucking point of her doing this. It she, grows there. Her point. It grows there on every single person. Uh-huh. It's like a belly button. Yeah. It should not be so weird and no. taboo. And also, so I, I was thinking about this because I was talking to my boyfriend about it yesterday. I was like thinking about body hair and I was like, I have a lot of weird feelings about body hair because, like, I, like, I have these complexes that I, ha- I haven't fully dealt with myself where, like, I feel like I have to shave. Mm-hmm. I feel like I have to, like, wax, whatever. And um, I was thinking about how that's, like, a recent development mm-hmm. in the in the scheme of things because it, razor companies wanted to start marketing towards women, too. Yeah. And then it also is creepy. It's, like, a little bit rooted in, like, pedophilia. Like, adult women have body hair. Mm -hmm. Children do not. Mm -hmm. And the fact that you want women to have no body hair is creepy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But then also, like, I'm still shaving my armpits and my legs. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, on the razor conversation, too, I've had to start buying men's razors because women's razors are expensive and dull as fuck unless yeah. you pay like $20 for a razor. The, the pink tax. The pink tax. It's so stupid. It's so stupid to and me. And like, I mean, I understand why waxing is the price that it is, but mm-hmm. then like totally. products like Nair, that shit's terrible for you. Mm-hmm. I used Nair a few times and it got a chemical burn. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, sulfur in there. Is, oh, yeah. It like, smells awful. Smells Anything so that can melt your hair. Uh-huh is very bad on your skin. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Which, you know, I should have known that. <laughs> but I was just... The things that we do, though. That's yeah. the thing. It's like the things that yeah. we put our bodies through so that we can, like, fit to these ideas in our head of what we're supposed to look like or how we're supposed to present ourselves is sad. It's really sad. And, like, I find myself falling into it because even though I'm saying body positivity, fuck yeah, because I do truly mean that, when I first see a woman with very hairy armpits, my first reaction is like, oh, you Yeah, know? it's surprise. Yeah, until I'm like, fuck yeah. Because, like, mm-hmm. that consciously, that's how I feel about it. But subconsciously, I'm like, whoa. Because that's just been beat into us that, like, women aren't supposed to have hairy armpits. Yeah. They're doing it in France. The French are making so many babies. They're fucking all the time. <laughs> so... Be more like the French. And all they do is drink wine and smoke cigarettes. Right. And they have a longer lifespan than we do. And eat croissants. Yeah. yeah and so, eat croissants. What are God, they doing I love croissants. Doing? Oh my God, me too. Um, but body hair, I don't know. Like, uh, I also wanted to talk about ways of removing body hair. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I do want to say that, like, um, my, I feel a little lucky. Like, my body hair is not very dark. Uh-huh. Uh, my, and it's not thick. The hair on my head is not thick. Uh, only my eyebrows, <laughs> but they used to be more thick, but now I have to fill them in a little. Anyways, it's neither here nor there. <laughs> uh, neither hair nor there. Neither hair nor there. <laughs> uh, but my leg hair, like, does not, it's really thin and light, 
and like doesn't get coarse. And then, um, fuck you. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> so jealous. And then, uh, when my boyfriend was gone for like a month, I like let my armpit grow out like armpit hair I wasn't doing anything like yeah. I was wearing long sleeves and also um my razor was really dull so I threw it away and I just was like I don't want to go fucking buy a new one unless I have to mm-hmm. so I was just letting it grow out and <laughs> yeah I was like in. well it's kind of cute yeah. it was very soft love that yeah nice it's, it's good that you experimented with it See light it brown soft armpit hair <laughs> I, I just and then um when I I brought it up to my boyfriend talking about body hair I was like, I was, I was thinking about what you would say or think if I decided to grow out my body hair and I just know you wouldn't give a fuck, mm-hmm. but also I think he knows his place mm-hmm. of, he doesn't have the grounds to give a fuck. Yep. That's a smart man. <laughs> well, and then, so what do you think about men's body hair? I was just about, that's what I was just about to shift the conversation to because it's interesting. I feel like men have the opposite problem. Like there's a lot of stigma around like, I can't grow a beard. Like, there's, like, that's a thing. Mm-hmm. Or, like, oh, I don't have a hairy chest. You know? It's, like, one of my friends um, posted a video of her boyfriend with his arm up on the beach. And he didn't have armpit. Like, he had, like, shaved armpit hair. And I was, like, ugh. But then I was, like, wait, hold on. It, it made me check myself. Because I was, like, this is this is the opposite problem that they deal with. Like, they're expected to be, like, it's manly to have a lot of hair. And it's manly to have hair on your chest. And, like... And I'm somebody I've said a million times on here that I am a testosterone junkie. I go nuts for a hairy man. I love hairy men. And like, I have to do a lot of like kind of self-policing on that because there are a lot of men that like Ben Higgins from The Bachelor, he always jokes about his patchy beard, but I'm sure that he jokes about it because it's an insecurity for him. Yeah. And why is that? Because we, because men are told that they're supposed to be like burly and hairy and I, we don't think about that a lot as women. We no. don't have to. I, I lit- like if I see a guy with a clean shaven face, I don't think that guy can't grow a beard. I just, I, I guess I don't really notice. Me neither. I mean, I, well, I notice because I love beards, but yeah. I'm not like yeah. you fucking loser can't grow a beard. That's not what I, I like. feel like. That's more of like a preference. Like if a guy mm-hmm. preferred a girl who was blonde and yeah. brunette, yes, you absolutely. prefer a guy with a big beard, and that's. That's just what you're attracted to. Do it has nothing to do with the fact, like, if he has, like, uh, a lot of body hair or not. No. Right. It's not like he's less of a man. But yeah. I think I think some men, not, not all men, not all men, hashtag not all men. <laughs> no, no, but I think some men do feel like they are less than if they can't or like mm-hmm. they are like not as much of a man we don't think that way it's really just a preference thing for me but I don't think anything less of them I saw something really interesting today um on TikTok it was a guy saying like how come I got how come I get more matches when I look like this and it was him like he just looked like a normal guy to me mm-hmm. like um he was just average standard size his arms were a little muscular Mm -hmm. uh and he was wearing a shirt so you couldn't see if he had like abs or anything but he just he was like a good looking guy and you could see his like slight arm muscles and then he's like and i i got more girls when i look like this versus this and like the other picture was him just like fucking ripped like the hulk and then a girl duetted it and broke it down and she said like I've been doing a study on this of like uh, men are care way more about aesthetic mm-hmm. than women do. Mm-hmm. So they invest a lot of time in their aesthetic sometimes, but it's because 
like that's what they prefer. They're not thinking about what women prefer. Well, like, yeah. I like if I see a really muscular guy, I'm not like, oh, that guy's so fucking hot. I have to match with him. I'd be like, uh, he spends a lot of time at the gym. And like if he was really interesting and funny, then I'd be like, cool. That that's an interesting it's, thing because we hear a lot too like of things that we find men value aesthetic way more totally but then there's stuff that i feel like women pay a lot of attention to that men are like i don't fucking care about that you know that the female gaze Mm -hmm. the female gaze is so much different than the male gaze yeah and it's more tailored probably to like longevity of a relationship yep yeah and also we always want to say we're talking in the gender binary just because it's just for the sake of discourse. Yeah. We don't believe in the gender binary. Just want to throw that no, out. No, <laughs> we don't believe in the gender binary. No. But just for the sake of this conversation yeah. between the, the male and the female gaze, absolutely. It's so different. I mean, like we will not we. Well, because we like, most people are raised like in a heteronormative. Yes. That's just the, the expectation. Mm-hmm. And that's just, just the reality. It, and I understand like most people are straight but mm-hmm. or maybe they think they are because mm-hmm. they are attracted to the opposite sex and their attraction to the same sex they have been brainwashed into thinking it's just a friendship attraction mm-hmm. America speaking from experience yeah, the world anyways because I feel like I had some other th- oh ways that you get rid of your body hair yes have you tried um, cause obviously there's the razor, mm-hmm. the classic razor. Good old razor. Uh, I hate shaving my pubes. Me too. God. It's like stubbly and painful. And I always go too long between shaving too. And it's just a whole fucking thing. No matter what, I hate it. Mm-hmm. Like I get really bad, like, uh, razor burn and like ingrown hairs. It's just like a nightmare. Yep. Um, my, what I... I prefer waxing over sugaring. Sugaring fucking hurts. I've never done sugaring before. People say it, it hurts less, but I think hurt. it hurts way more. Huh. And um, it's because they have the same mixture and they keep putting it over this portion of your skin. but And they're going against the grain when they're like putting this hot mixture on your skin and mm-hmm. you already have like all these raw pores and they're like ripping it off. Oh, oh God. that. And I get so sweaty when I get waxed because I'm just like, I'm so hot. I hate this. I've never gotten a Brazilian or a bikini wax. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Oh, man. I know. I had an appointment right before um, the pandemic. The PD. Mm-hmm, the PD. It's just like waxing and my boxing classes. Both of them got canceled because of the PD. I'm like, maybe I just shouldn't. Maybe I just shouldn't wax. Maybe it's, I just shouldn't take boxing classes. <laughs> it, it hurts. It will never hurt as much as the first time you do it. Yep, that's, that's I've heard that a lot. Um, I prefer to get waxed, but also I have to like, something has to be like going on for me to want to get waxed. Like mm-hmm. I'm going to be in a swimsuit. I'm going on vacation. Right. Then I'll like be interested in getting a wax. Right. I have like a sex marathon coming up. <laughs> yeah. And even then it's like, okay, if I had body hair, does that matter? Do I want to be with a guy who fucking cares about body hair? Why do I care about body hair? That brings it back to the to the question I, that we started it's with. It's so annoying I, that it is just this like vicious cycle of like, 
I don't want to care about my own body hair, but I do. But if other women are rocking armpit hair and leg hair and their pubes, like I don't fucking care. I'm like, great for you. Yeah. Well, I support it. I didn't even realize I didn't talk about when I answered your question at first. I didn't even talk Get about Get closer to your mic. I didn't even talk about vagina hair. I didn't even talk about pubes. Yeah. Because that is such a thing. Like, pubes are I, so different. Yeah. I don't know. They are, but it's like I because I'm in the camp of like it grows there for a reason. Let's just fucking lean into it. Yeah, it just it grows there. But when I'm having sex with somebody when I don't know them super well, like when I was in a relationship for a long time, I was just like, what the word? I don't fucking yeah, care. Like, and I'll he get also a didn't stubbly. care. Yeah, yeah, he's like, I don't care. And and he meant it. When I'm like hooking up with somebody for the first time or like the second time or third time, I am like bald and mm-hmm. like I don't know why that's the default. Like if you're not sure what they like, like just. When in doubt, just wax it out. out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we have opposite answers for that. When in doubt, grow it out. And if they're an asshole about it, you don't want that guy anyway. But, but personally, how I feel about myself, how I look naked, when I mm-hmm. don't really know somebody, I want to I want to be shaved. And I'm why. That's true. Why? I, I, I feel the same way. And I also don't know why. I wish I knew. And I've been I've been questioning. I've been asking myself this question for forever. I'm like, what, what is it? Why? Why do I feel the need to do that? I also feel like uh, guys are more, um, like, the more you're together, mm-hmm. like, the longer you are together, the less they care. Yeah. Because they love you. Yeah. So they're like, I don't care. It objectively doesn't matter. Yeah. And <laughs> it, it's just... We could do car wheels around it all day. I cannot make it make sense. And, uh-huh. like, I'm ashamed that I will still get rid of my body hair, even though I'm such an advocate for people growing out their body hair. But it's also, like, a personal choice, you know? Because if, if we can support True. women that want to grow out their body hair, then we could also support women that don't want to. It's it's, yeah. it's a choice thing. I I get hung up on feeling like I have to. That's what I'm concerned yeah, about. Yeah, exactly. Like, I do like being shaved. Like, I just mm-hmm. feel... Comfort wise, and how I feel like personally, I look. And there's something like very nice um, and appealing about feeling like a smooth dolphin. Mm-hmm. Like after you shave your legs and you put on lotion and you get into clean sheets. Oh my god! And you uh, want everyone to feel your legs too. Uh, I'm one of those. Yeah, you're Could not. You feel my legs. <laughs> yeah, you're just like feel my soft legs. <laughs> they feel amazing. That, no, no, no. We're not having sex. I just want you to feel how soft just my feel legs them. are. Yeah. I'm giving you a I gift. Just, and then you roll around in your clean sheets. Oh. God, it feels so good. Especially in the summer and your sheets are cold. Yes. Oh, my God. There's nothing better than clean, cold mm-hmm. sheets in the summer. Ugh. Um, but back to pubes. Yep. I <laughs> Back to pubic hair. Um, I got an epilator. So I've been using an epilator. What the fuck is that? It is a terrifying contraption. Um, it looks a little like an electric razor. And it has, uh, so it has, the one I got has two different heads that you can interchange. And one is an electric razor and the other is the epilator. And it's all of these tiny little um, tweezers. And they spin in a circle (gasps) and they tweeze all your hair out. Oh my God. And it hurts like a bitch. Yeah, I bet. It lasts so long. It lasts longer than a wax for me. How do you manage to not pinch your skin? Uh, it just, for some reason, it just doesn't pinch your skin. Like, it just grabs onto the hair. It has, like, a... Can I see it? Yeah, I'll get it for you after we finish the bit. Um, it has, like, a protector. So, your hair has to be a certain length for it to grab it and get it. So, I think that's why. 
But like, <laughs> once you're getting into it, it sounds terrifying. It's so loud. So anytime I use it, I turn on my, I put headphones on and I turn them on really loud. <laughs> so you can't hear it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I also have a thing about loud noises. Like, I don't know. It stresses me out when I can hear it. Like, huh. if a toilet is too loud when I flush it, I have to cover my ears. Did the tattoo Anyways. gun bother you when you're getting your tattoos? Uh, I was so anxious and nervous that I probably just, like, don't... Like, yeah, I literally can't even remember what the sound was. Mm-hmm. I was just, like... And me and the tattoo artist were talking the whole time. Got it. I've just heard that that's, like, the worst part for people is the sound. The, the sound? Gun. Yeah. I didn't mind the sound. It was just, like, I couldn't really... I couldn't see what she was doing. Mm-hmm. I was like, I hope this looks good. Yeah, on my body for forever. I'm trusting yeah, that, you. Anyways, the appellator. Yep. Fucking hurts. Lasts so long, though. But also, so I use it on uh, the the downtown area. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the Jewel of the South. And it, like, once you get going, it hurts less but there is a section that I just can't even try yeah. like the middle section mm-hmm. I just can't even get there Mm-mm. I'm like afraid it'll like damage my labia or something yeah that's fair <laughs> uh, it's a very sensitive area and, yeah and also because it's just so sensitive I'm like this isn't worth it I'll just yeah. shave the rest of those yeah but, Damn, I've never even heard of an appellator. Well, I looked up a bunch of... Because I, I don't have a car, obviously. Uh-huh. And then, like, it's such a pain in the ass to go get waxed. Mm-hmm. It's expensive. Mm-hmm. Just, like... And obviously, you're going to tip a lot because you're like, thank you for touching my vi- my vagina, you stranger. <laughs> During a pandemic, nonetheless. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? While we're on the topic, I want to talk about innies and outies and not your belly button. Okay, let's do it. Um, innie and outie vaginas. Yes. Uh, I actually have a lot of thoughts about this because I kept seeing like girls pop up on TikTok about like Audi vaginas and like people calling them like a roast beef, an Arby's roast beef sandwich. Uh-huh. And one girl was like, I I like my little Arby's roast beef, and I was like, Yeah, girl, like the the fact that guys get so gross about it, they're like, oh, it's just a sloppy Arby's roast beef vagina, like. You should just be thankful she even let you see it. Right. Have you seen your dick? Dicks are not cute. No. And also, like, I think that people people that don't have vaginas only have a porn education on what vaginas look like. And a lot of those yeah. porn stars get surgery to make their vaginas look that way. Are you serious? Yeah. I didn't even know that. Uh-huh. Yeah. They'll get labia surgery so that their labias don't stick out. And so when I started to watch porn. That makes I, me so sad. Yeah, I mean, there's it. They like neaten it up, you know. And so when I started to watch porn, that was the first time I was seeing somebody else's vagina, and I was like, "Wait, my mine doesn't look like that. <laughs> like, what's wrong? What's, you know?" And and then I started doing research, and it's apparently common knowledge that they get surgery to make it look that way, which is fucking that. sad. I didn't know that, and I'm almost thirty. Well, damn. Now you know. Guys, don't get labia surgery. No, like just own your vagina's beautiful. Yeah, your the things that vaginas are capable of. It's a beautiful of, flower. Did you know vaginas are self cleaning? Yeah, that's Everyone fucking. Should know that, guys. That is yeah. Please your don't don't put soap in your vagina. Yep. No, no, you were gonna fuck up the pH of your of your vagina. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. 
But yeah, vaginas are beautiful. They're amazing. We have been taught that they're not and that we need to fix them. And that fucking sucks. That fucking sucks. If you have an innie or an outie. Your vagina is beautiful. Yeah. Well, and then, like, I mean, the same thing. Like, I was thinking the same thing goes for me for, like, dicks. Like, I don't care what it looks like. Me neither. Like, you know, just wash it. (laughs) Yeah, just keep yourself clean. Yeah, yeah. Um, and even for, like, men's pubes, I, uh, I don't mind pubes. Mm -hmm. I, I, like, I think, personally, I prefer if it has a little trim. Mm -hmm. I don't like if it's bald, because that feels weird to me. I'm like, are you a child? I don't like this. Mm -hmm. But if it, you know, it has, like, a military cut, tie and tight. (laughs) (laughs) No, if it just has, like, if if it's, if it's trimmed in a couple areas, so... Uh, giving blowjobs is easier and that's really all it is yeah i don't care how it looks you, you don't want a pube in your throat it's like having a kernel stuck in the back of getting a pube in your throat is the worst because you're like i have to get this out and <laughs> i'm not gonna swallow it <laughs> well i Hot feel it up yeah because and then you're like <sighs> oh my god oh my god no <laughs> sorry oh my god no yeah um, just that's why I appreciate, like, a little bit of a trim. Oh, uh, yeah, know? no, me too. It's not expected. Just appreciate it. And then on the other side of that, too, not about about pubic hair, but circumcised versus uncircumcised. Mm-hmm. I recently had sex for the first time with somebody that was uncircumcised. and Congrats. Thank you so much. Thank you. And I... I'm such a fucking idiot. I was like, it's going to be so different. And everybody told me when it's hard, you can't tell. True. True. Yeah. You can't. I think a lot of men are un- are uh, self-conscious of their like uncircumcised dicks. And, and they should be. a westernized ideology. It really is. It really, really is. It's not, it's it's so not something to be ashamed of. It's so interesting you brought up uncircumcised dicks because I can't remember like how... It got brought up, but, like, my boyfriend and I were talking about it, and I was like, what do you think? Like, you're a man. I Mm -hmm. feel like I can't fully have an opinion on this. Yeah. I don't have a penis. Right. So I'm not going to make a decision for penises. Mm -hmm. Imagine that, men. Wow. What a novel thought. (laughs) Anyways, um, I was like, what do you, like, what's your opinion on it? And he's like, oh, I think we were listening to a podcast, that's why. And um, he was like, I think it's pointless to do it. And I was like, Pointless? Yeah, like, he's <laughs> just like, just, it if it's point. not necessary, then, like, why do it? Yeah. And I was like, that's fair. Yeah. But there's also cultural, a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, Jewish parents will circumcise their kids. I think um, that's different. Have, like, I think they'll have a rabbi do it. Um, yeah, a brisk. It's yeah. a brisk. Mm-hmm. There was a Seinfeld episode about it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, other, like, it's just, I don't know. I think that that's another porn thing. I've, uh, there's been a lot more porn that's recently true. that yeah, has been. Circumcised yeah. Pepe. But I don't care either way. Yeah. A dick's a dick. They're not pretty to look at, but I fucking love them. (laughs) And across the board, I just feel like don't give me an STD. I don't care if you are circumcised or not. I just don't want an STD. Did you know that um, there's a word for like the gook that gets caught in um, foreskin? Isn't it smegma? Smegma. (laughs) I I hate that I call it gook. (laughs) Uh, What was I going to say? Um, I need to find a sex fact. Oh, sex fact of the week. Should we have a song? Yeah. Let's get 
into a little wrap up with uh, what did we what did we call you this last episode? Angels. No, oh, you. Me. Sp- uh, our sexpert. Oh. Our sexpert expert. Sexpert expert. Or, or, or something like that. I like it. Anyways, I'm a I'm a I'm an expert Googler. Yep. If anything, um, <laughs> apparently, according to this article, thirteen is the magic number. Seven-hour sex marathons may be the norm for Sting and Trudy. Don't know who that is, but most people say Sting and Trudy. Most people say anywhere between seven and thirteen minutes is the desired optimum time for penetrative sex. Yeah. Thoughts? Uh, I think that makes sense because if there is, if you're doing it right and you're getting um, some foreplay then you're ready to go. Right. They did specify penetrative. Yeah. That's a good point. So if you're doing like oral sex and like who knows what else you have involved, Mm -hmm. you doing some kinky stuff, Mm -hmm. seven to 13 minutes is You can get a lot done in seven to 13 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. I realized like 20 is my sweet spot. Usually when the sex is very good and very efficient, I'll look at the clock and it is almost always 20 minutes. I never look at the time at all. I think because I'm hooking up with people like very casually. I'm like, I got here at this time. We started having sex at this time and I'm out the door at this time. (laughs) You know? My bad. Always 20 minutes. Music man and I actually just talked about that last time we... 20 minutes is the sweet spot. We've just... We have noticed we're like, oh, it's was 20 minutes. Like, it's just... That's just always how it is. Which is interesting. And it's always good. I'm never like, wrap it up. Me and my ex, when we first started having sex... Don't you not like foreplay? Hate foreplay. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. I could do foreplay all day with that guy. But that's also, I'm just obsessed with him. But with my ex, I would have sex for two hours. Penetrative sex, two hours. When we first started Are you having sex. Serious? I think we were both trying to impress each other. It, it got cut down like a half oh hour later in our God. relationship. Two hours. And we would tell people that and they'd be like, what? Why? And that's a good question. <laughs> Why? It's too long. That is too long. I did not have the stamina. Still don't. Never did. No one has that stamina. No. What the fuck? Two hours? Yeah. That's mean. Seven to 13 minutes. I've seen, I feel like that is actually a good one. Seven feels a little short. Seven feels a little short. Yeah. 13 minutes feels about right for the penetrative part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, I'll time it next time. And like, you know, how many positions are you doing? Mm-hmm. Switching up the positions for you. <laughs> That's a great fucking song. It okay, really well, is. thanks for listening. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please throw us a rating. Uh, yeah, please. Uh, throw us a rating want. on Apple Podcasts. Um, subscribe. Download mm-hmm. if you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't have to, but... Follow us on... Do you follow us on Spotify? Yeah. We yeah, you can follow Spotify. us on Spotify. Follow us on Spotify. Um, subscribe to us on SoundCloud. Send us an email. Holyhourpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, or you can slide into the DMs on any of our social media. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening. We love you. Bye, angels. Bye, angels. We love you. Just call them angels in the morning. Oh, I thought you were going somewhere Angel. else with that. <laughs> You're my friend when-